0: Welcome to Santos Brothers Eats,
1: food worth mentioning. All right, so welcome back everyone to Santos Brothers Eats, where we're going to be talking about definitely this week, some food that is just worth mentioning. I'm here with my brother, Chef Jeff. Jeff, good morning. Hello.
0: How's everyone doing? Hope everyone's doing all right.
1: Certainly are. And uh, why is today food that is definitely worth talking about and food worth mentioning?
0: Well, today we're going to talk about, let's say, the more unusual foods that we've eaten or that we know of. But we've, we, I, th- I think we've eaten most of those lists, haven't we?
1: I'm looking at the list. Yeah, we've eaten all. Actually, okay. I have. You have. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah we have. So, um, so these are kind of weird foods, and like even like in some of our past episodes when we talked about our our special burgers, like how we put peanut butter on our burger, some people will find that weird. Uh, but, you know, this is like some of these foods that we're going to mention are actually, they're foods that that people, you know, from different cultures that they like, they eat, and they enjoy. And, you know, for someone that isn't familiar with that culture, they might find that food kind of weird or for kind of unusual. There's even yes, a correct. show called uh, by Andrew Zimmern. I don't know if you've seen it,
0: Jeff. Have you ever seen Bizarre I Foods? I have. Yes, I have seen a bit of Bizarre Foods, Yes.
1: Yeah. So the, you know, there's things up there like stinky tofu, which I haven't mm-hmm. had. Have you had that, Jeff? Stinky tofu? I have. Oh, we I should have. talk about that right now because I
0: haven't. Okay.
1: Yeah. So it's stinky tofu. Um, mm-hmm. What is it and where did you have it?
0: So stinky tofu, if you've ever been to an Asian night market or an Asian market, I know that there, there won't be ha- any happening in the near future. Um, if you've ever been to one and you have this very... Uh, acidy smell that just goes into you. And you're like, what is that? That is stinky tofu. And it has one of the more longest lineups in any stand that you'll see. You'll see lineups for like grilled squid. You'll see lineups for uh takiyaki. You'll see lineups for almost any food at an Asian night market. But the lineup for stinky tofu is by far one of the longest ones. And basically what it is, sticky tofu, is a Chinese form of fermented tofu that has a strong order, uh, um, odor. And that's all it is, it's fermented uh, tofu. It smells like it's gone bad. Um, and they sell it as is, or uh, sorry, they sell it deep fried slightly, just to get it nice crispy.
1: Is there and, like a breading on it?
0: Um, th- there can be like, like light breading of pankow or something like that. Okay. Um, but it's just bread lightly. Um, and it's mostly sold outside because the smell is, so, is that bad. Or some bars in Asia will sell it as a side dish um, with, with their food. But yeah, if, like I said, if you ever go to a, sticky, like, a food market, night market, and there's that smell, that is sticky tofu. And I've had it. Um, I forgot which night market it was.
1: Well, I but imagine yeah. we were, with, were you with Diana when you had it?
0: I was Diana, and I was my comic trip Asian exploitation. Okay. And uh, yeah, we had it. Uh, we shared an order. I think there were like three or four pieces of it. And I knew I couldn't eat all of it right away at all. So at least there was quite a number of us that shared, um, that shared it all. And it's one of those foods where I had it once. I could say I had it and I won't have it again.
1: Now, so I'm, tell- I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that since you've had it and you're not going to have it again, that you didn't like it.
0: Yes. It's, uh, it's, it, I didn't like it myself, but like I said, people do like it it's
1: um yeah well it has yeah. long lineups and i remember being at a night market and seeing a long lineup for it, and i and when when jeff says this, there's a very distinctive odor you can smell it everywhere and this is an outdoor market and you could smell like really really smell it and i haven't had it just because the lineups weren't that yeah. long and i
0: no, i want to I, say i've yeah. had
1: it kind of like you. that's
0: right you know? <laughs> but i remember like uh when we took mason to the night market yeah he was always saying what is that smell Yes. What is that smell? And remind our listeners,
1: Mason's my young son. Yes, So, what is that smell? (laughs) Yes, that's kind of
0: funny. So, thank God, thank God, it was a nice, windy day. So, depending on what Omecha aisle we're going down, the smell wasn't that bad. But yeah, we always came back to that one place in the market. You always do.
1: Well, what does it taste
0: like? So, people, people have compared to like the Asian version of blue cheese, um, but it's. To me, there's a bit of like an ammonia taste to it as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it is very chemical tasting. But people love it. Like I said, there is lineups galore for stinky tofu.
1: Now, as far as being fermented, is that for storage reason? Is that for uh, almost like pickling reasons? Like it it just lasts longer as it's fermented? Is that why they do it?
0: Um, So I'm reading here on Wikipedia. Um, Yeah, basically what it is. Like um, this gentleman... He was trying to sell his tofu, and he couldn't sell enough of it. So he put the small tofu in cubes and put them in an earthen jar. After several days, he found the, the jar, the tofu had turned greenish, and it was very smelly. And at first, he thought it was bad. But then when he tasted it, he said it was delicious, and he started selling it. And then it just became popular. And wow. um, yeah, that's, that's how it became. Actually, it was called the Imperial Green Cubes. Wow. Um, back in the Qing Dynasty, so yeah.
1: Well, there you go. If you ever have a chance to try, or if you ever go to an Asian market and you're wondering what on earth is that smell and why are people lining up, it just might be that stinky tofu. No,
0: no, and, no, it, it is. It is that stinky tofu. It is no that ifs, tofu. ands, or buts. It is that stinky tofu. Trust us.
1: Absolutely. So, and I haven't had it. Jeff's had it. He's never having it again. Well, I try. No. It? I just may try it. But AMH, it right, has yeah. to be the right circumstances. Like, I do not want to wait in line for a long time for something that no. I probably won't like. Yeah. But, um, you know, if I do do it, I will have the cameras rolling just so that we could have that reaction. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Stinky tofu. And then, you know, uh, just because you mentioned, you know, bars might serve it as a side, you know, item, like, you know, kind of inside. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, you know, call an audible and just throw out. Cig, and this is something mm. I mentioned before yes and it is delicious Cig is basically i don't know how to say a sizzling pig face basically yes right. the
0: traditional seasig is um sizzling pig face yeah
1: so yeah. you know, like when you go and get fajitas at a mexican restaurant and it comes out on uh, the sizzling platter you know, and yeah. they have a great presentation, you know, it all comes out and it's all sizzling and everyone's looking at your table or, or if someone else at the other table, or you're like wondering what on earth that is. Ceasing so kind of is like that when it comes out, it's on this sizzling plate and it is just basically uh, gelatinous pieces of the ear, pieces of the face. It's all of that. Uh, mm-hmm. Connective. Yeah. Tissue and it's all that skin and it is really, really tasty, but a lot of people, they're kind of turned off when they realize it's the face of the pig.
0: Yeah, like 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 you you won't see like actual pieces of the face. Like it is cut up small enough that it's just pieces of meat. Well, yeah, and yeah. People you can't will enjoy the it. face. Yeah, You yeah. can't
1: tell. You know, it's cut up small, like the size of like uh, like pencil erasers. Like it's small. Yeah. And this is something when when the Navy bases either Subic or Clark Naval bases out in the Philippines, they would actually. Um, I guess this was, uh, I don't know the timeline on this, but I guess after World War II when you know when the U.S. troops were over there um, and actually for a long time afterwards, the the bases would actually throw out, they would get a pig and they would throw out the pig's heads or mm-hmm. either throw them out or give them to the locals and the locals would be all over it because they would use it for CSIG. And I love C-Sig. Uh I don't know, Jeff, are you a fan of it or no?
0: Oh, no, I, I like it a lot too.
1: Yeah. 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 As a matter of fact, the last time I was in Manila, um, uh, my cousin and um, her son, LA, um, you know, first thing they they picked me up at the airport and they said, what do you want to eat? And I said, I want seasick. Like I just, (laughs) and we went straight from the airport. To a place near their uh, near their home that sold Sisig and it was very, very good and I'm looking forward to the next time I go to Manila. Nice. Um, and I, um, now I remember I had Sisig. Where was it? Um, it was at the food truck. Um, I think they're called, you're gonna you have to remember the name Jeff is it Tuno Uno or 31 or something
0: Oh, like that? Uh, yeah. Tuno uh, T I N U N O, I believe it is. I'll, I'll look them up, but I yeah. that's what it is.
1: Have a look them up. They actually make their C SIG. I actually, this whole time, I thought it was out of pork skin, but they actually make it out of chicken skin. Yes. And when I heard about that, I was like, wow, that tastes really good. This whole time, I thought it was pork.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: uh, they're out in like the Bathurst and Wilson area, kind of like, oh, actually, I'm guessing they're out in Bathurst and Wilson area, kind of like that's like the little, little Manila. The, little Manila, of, yeah. <laughs> of Toronto. And so um, we're gonna, you know, uh, we're gonna find out who they are. Make sure that they are oh. in the show notes. So
0: actually, no, No Tenuno is actually in the uh, in Cabbage Town. They oh. yeah, they're, they're at Parliament. Sorry, uh, that's Parliament, right? Yeah, it's so still Sherborne and Wellesley area.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
0: Sherborne to so. be more exact.
1: Oh, so they're Sherborne, okay, Sherborne and Bloor. So yeah. I'm glad that we found that out because they make yeah. awesome c even yeah. chicken skin. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, uh, uh, C6 And do you say Sherborne and Bloor?
0: Yeah, Sherbourne and Bloor. Uh, wow. FYI, there are a lot of Filipinos in there, and it actually, um, my our, our mom lived in that area when she first came to Canada.
1: She did. Yeah. Yes. Way back. So yeah. Way back mother, when. Or I guess our mother uh, used to live there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So. C-Sig again fried It's more than fried; it's like sizzling almost like
0: deep sizzling yes yeah,
1: yeah. pig face it is so so and
0: and and, and we like it a lot too be it, you know why ken like what's put on top oh an egg yeah yes and not yeah. just like a fried egg they actually put a raw egg on top before service so as a sizzling the egg will naturally cook and you just take the egg all together and mix everything up. And the egg will slowly cook to the whole thing. Mm.
1: It's so good. And like, (laughs) it's, it's kind of funny because if you think, Oh yeah, you want some piglings, you know, sizzling, sizzling pig face, you're probably going to turn it down, but my goodness, it's so good. But if someone orders, you, actually Bourdain, Anthony Bourdain, I think that's his favorite Filipino uh, food is seasick or it was nice. It was his favorite.
0: You know. Well, I, I know he likes adobo too, but I, I guess, I, I, yeah, I think adobo and sisig are, are up there. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. He, he talks about that a lot. So so the Sig, beautiful. Got to yeah. try that. Uh, next now, up cu- this- Ken, oh,
0: sorry. Please. Quick question. So with Sig, do you eat it with rice or you just eat it as is? Or is eat it eaten with other, 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 other stuff, correct?
1: It could be eaten with rice, but because of the saltiness of it, I just kind of eat it plain. And, and the reason why it's so popular in bar foods is because it goes really good with beer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that saltiness with the beer is, is really mm-hmm. nice. As a matter of fact, I kind of wish I had a San Miguel, the Filipino beer, and, <laughs> big, and was with my nice. Filipino family right now. That'd be really yes. nice.
0: So, yeah. we're, we're missing our, 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 all our family, but our Filipinos family especially. Oh, absolutely.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. So, and then I guess, you know, because I've, um, the, at the, oh, that was right, the Mac and Cheese Festival, I think they serve sea sig Mac and Cheese, which is, wow. I mean, that'd be a great combo, right? Just on top of be. like – you know, yeah. just, you know just because you need that side of starch along with all that grease so it's yeah really
0: good so that's good. why i asked if you eat, eat with rice like I, I think i would i would eat myself i would eat with rice just because of the softness and the and the um and the fat with it just yeah. to soak everything up all that's right, uh, <laughs> uh
1: this is actually we're re- revisiting from episode eight episode eight we talked about whale blubber yes and we are able to get some whale blubber. We're not going to go into the whole story, but basically Jeff's wife, Diana, went to, I was going to say Callowit, right?
0: Yeah, Callowit, came um, home
1: with some whale blubber.
0: Yes, that is right. And actually this came up recently in one of my, in my Facebook memories. And I remember that a lot. Uh, it came up with some whale blubber and um, I brought some to, to try like with Ken, my son, his son Dylan and um, his friend Colton, we tried some. Uh, We didn't have it properly. I cut it too thick and we did find it a bit chewy. And then I was told later that week that um, uh, Malaya, the one who who gave Diana the whale blubber, said, no, no, you have to do it like matchstick thin and have it with some soya sauce. So I brought what I had left to work and I did what she instructed and it was much better. Like, yeah, Because it was so thin and I cut it against the grain. Yeah, you're able to chew it better and just have that sort of more experience yeah with it
1: so you know in the show notes we're going to show that video of colton and dylan and jeff and myself eating that whale blubber and we didn't do it justice i wish we had done it properly yeah because the video looks like we're we're insulting the whale blubber yeah i don't want the you know i don't want that and jeff had it properly with the matchstick and it's Mm -hmm. just fat right it's basically cheap whale fat
0: just chewy fat Uh, and it's
1: narwhal which is kind of yes
0: that's right yes
1: um, actually, Narwhal. I just saw last night. I was revisiting uh, the movie Elf because it is Christmas season.
0: I saw it this morning. Yes, that's right.
1: So, and there is Mr. Narwhal. Is yes. that movie. So that's <laughs> what we ate. So that was that's great. And again, it's uh, it, we found it very chewy. We had it with some soy sauce, but mm-hmm. it's going to be hard for you to get a hold of. So, but if you have a chance to do it, do it properly. Like look at yes, and, and, and look at that up on the internet. But we'll have a video of us eating that. So right. that's episode eight. Revisit that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santos Brothers Eat Food Worth Mentioning. Next on the list, durian. So Durian.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's um, so, episode 17,
1: so, by the way, right?
0: Yeah. So we've done this before. But just to recap, durian is a large football-shaped fruit with uh, sort of spikes on it. Yep. Uh, it looks dangerous. But when you open it up, it even smells dangerous.
1: It's um, even more dangerous when you open it.
0: It's just, yeah. yeah. Exactly. You're right. I would
1: consider durian like the ultimate, maybe not the ultimate, but a certainly high ranking food fight food. Like, you know, if, you know, if you're ever throwing <laughs> food at someone that might be no. one at the top of the list of throw. Oh yeah. At. Because yeah. it's all, it's wet, like a, like a fruit. It's soft, like a fruit inside. And it really smells bad. And one of right. the claims is, is that it was a university. Was it Australia, Jeff?
0: Yes, it was Australia. Yeah. Was a
1: university in Australia. Someone had left it in their locker or left it in a room and they evacuated the place. Mm-hmm. They couldn't figure out what on earth it was. So we actually had a chance to try it finally earlier this year at uh, Yang's. Yang's. Delta. Yes. And yeah. they, we just saw it on the list and we thought, well, let's try it we have mm-hmm. the video so the video is going to be in our show notes as well it's up on youtube yeah. and it's something kind of like how jeff mentioned with the stinky tofu it's something that i tried it to say that i tried it but i ain't never i'm never having that again as a matter of fact i didn't mm-hmm. even
0: finish it no no so. none of us did and i actually dylan walked off camera
1: yeah dylan uh, walked off camera we ended yeah. up giving it to our parents and they ate yeah. it later on they
0: ate it they were fine with it they said no oh, not not bad
1: Still it, good. it does not taste like a fruit to me. It's not a fruit. No. It tastes like, it. You know what? It. This is what I. It, it tastes like rotten onions. That's what it tastes like to me.
0: Okay. So, so have you had it as is before? No, I I've, you, had, I've only okay. had it. In the pastry, and not then especially. we had
1: it, um, a, kind of like the durian candy. Yeah. We ended up having that. Uh, our parents. Uh, we went on a 50th anniversary cruise with our parents. It mm-hmm. was the whole family. It was me, Mason, Jeff, Diana, Dylan, and then our two parents. So it was just a great, great cruise. Yeah. And then uh, we had some durian candy. I don't even know where it came from. I think we brought it. I think Bob yeah. bought it in the Philippines. Yeah, I believe so. And then we happened to bring it on the ship. I think we did it just for the purposes of doing a video.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. exactly right. Yeah, we did.
1: So, yeah. so that's something I, 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 that we spit yeah. out. So.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I think I've had a small piece of fresh durian before. And yeah, same reaction. It's like, oh, this is durian. Mm. Um, yeah, I didn't finish that piece either. I'm almost yeah. sure I didn't.
1: Even Andrew Zimmern on Bizarre Foods, he was trying some sort of milkshake drink, and he just looked at the can and says, there's durian in this. And my producers know that I don't like durian. I don't know why they gave this <laughs> to me, and he didn't end up finishing it. So yeah, just so... <laughs> It's, no. it's not for everyone, but there's people no. that love it. There's people yeah. that really enjoy it. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's members of, if you're Filipino, if there's members of your family that like it. I'm not talking about the ones that still live in the Philippines. that They just love it. Because I, I wouldn't oh, be surprised yeah. if there's members of our family, Jeff. that You know, they like durian. You know, they're probably like, not yeah. allowed to eat it inside, but no.
0: you really like it. So. Exactly right. Yeah yeah an acquired taste again that's yeah that's what it is things
1: you know and so uh that's durian that is a fruit but it also comes in a pastry if you like it and you can get that here in toronto at yang's or um durian candy actually probably have to order that on amazon or something if you want to try that or if you're in asia and then uh, moving along we got some eggs two types of eggs we're going to start with balut Mm -hmm. Jeff, explain what balut is
0: so balut is the uh Uh, The fermented duck embryo. So basically, they took the duck and they let it rest, uh, like incubated it, just to the point where you see the actual baby duck still in the egg. And then they ferment it uh, in the fermenting process. And once that's done, they actually will eat it like that. So yes, you are eating uh, a, a small duckling that's still in the egg. So, like, um, yeah.
1: So, I remember the first time I had it, I must have been pretty young, maybe four, maybe five. And I just, mom gave me an egg. This is in the Philippines. And uh, I just started eating it and I liked it. Right. So, uh, did you first have it in the Philippines,
0: Jeff? No, I actually, to be honest, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Cause I, I was in the Philippines. I turned five in the Philippines. I remember that's my first uh, exposure to, to, to Balut itself.
1: Yeah. So let me explain about how mature or immature this duck embryo is. This duck embryo is so immature that you could just punch a little hole in the egg, like about the size of like uh like a pen, like a, the sankar, like of a pencil eraser and mm-hmm. you could actually suck it out. So it's really, really soft. Oh, yeah. I can imagine some of our listeners, just their stomach is just churning thinking that we're sucking an embryo through this hole in an egg, but that's, yeah, <laughs> that's how it is. That's and how it is. I want to tell you is that all of the bones in that chicken or sorry, in that duck, in that embryo, they're all soft. There's no feathers and there's no beak. So it's all just soft and it actually tastes pretty good. Now, from what I understand is that you can actually just buy these in Manila, just on the side of the road because people yeah. are just selling them. If you buy them, either have someone that's local buy them for you or, or given, okay, because if they're too cheap, then the embryo is too mature meaning you might have Uh, a mouthful of feathers or a beak or something and you don't want that. So, I mean, so instead of, you know, for example, I don't know how much they are now, but for example, go ahead and pay 25 pesos for instead of 10 pesos. If it's 10 pesos, then it's, it's too old already or something like that. So there's something to think about, but yeah. And (laughs) I didn't realize that it was fermented. I just thought it was mature. And then, sorry,
0: I, I I meant fertilized. I apologize. So Ah. it's a fertilized,
1: Yes, there yeah, we go. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. So you could definitely have that. You can get that at just about any Asian uh, grocery store here in Toronto. Mm-hmm. I will warn you, though, um, this will happen to me in Salt Lake. I ended up buying some balut in Salt Lake, and it was a Vietnamese store. And I'm glad that they asked me if I was Filipino. Oh, because they, they looked at me and said, that's raw. So just imagine I if I didn't realize that I had to cook this thing, I would have opened this thing up and just sucked up a raw egg, like a raw embryo. Oh, milk, I see. Of, so uh, just make sure, like, if you're going to go ahead and take the plunge and try this thing out, find out if it's cooked or not, and mm-hmm. either go and get a cooked <clears> one or find out how long you got to cook it for. Cause you want to make sure you cook it properly. Correct. So, and I actually, I remember I didn't end up buying it because I didn't want to bother cooking it and i didn't want to bother cooking it yeah in the process so i just want you know i went to a filipino place and they already have it cooked and i already tried it there yeah. so balut something that i love and if it's b-a-l-u-t we don't have any videos of us eating balut but there are dozens if not hundreds maybe even thousands of people trying out balut on
0: youtube yeah so and, and plus two just look at uh some seasons of survivor or um the Joe Rogan Show, a Fear Factor. Fear factor. There's there are at least at least maybe ten episodes of them eating bullet, and I always said if your food is featured on Survivor Fear Factor, as one of the challenge, food challenges, then yeah, that's an accomplishment right there.
1: But speaking yeah. of food and eggs that were on Fear Factor, um, we have the, the century egg. I think on Fear Factor it was called the hundred year old egg. and yep. If you talk to uh, like Asian grocery stores, they actually refer it to the thousand-year-old egg. Yeah, because when I said century egg, they didn't know what I was talking about. But then when I pointed out, I said they all a thousand-year-old egg. It's not <laughs> really a thousand years old.
0: No. Uh, what is it, Jeff? So this is the fermented egg I meant to yeah. say. This is what uh, so yeah, it's a raw egg. They ferment it. Um, there's many processes processes of fermenting a thousand, hundred-year-old egg. let look it up on YouTube. And so basically, what happens is the structure of the egg. They don't actually cook the egg. So when you think of a hard-boiled egg, you think of the the egg white, solid egg white, and solid egg yolk. The internals of the the egg do solidify, but because it's a chemical process, both the white and the yolk will become almost like a a black or grayish white and a very dark yolk, like black yolk.
1: Like almost Um, green, actually. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, Yeah. and, And translucent. Like it's very... Very surreal to look at when, when you first open it up.
1: Yeah, and actually, you know, the, the, what part is normally white, I, I always equate, I always think of, it, it looks like, like almost like Coca-Cola, like if it was Coca-Cola was mm. yellow, like it's like yeah. a yellow, but like, like brown, like dark brown, like that. You can almost see through it. It's pretty interesting. It does not smell at all very appetizing, no, but this all. is something that I do eat. Like I will go to the grocery store and just eat one. Uh, I remember when I was living in Salt Lake, our office was, I don't know, maybe a 10-minute walk away from an Asian grocery store. And I was looking around in there, and I said, oh, look, century eggs. And I brought them into my office to eat. And one of my office mates came in and just said, what on earth are you eating? And I said, well, and I explained to him, I said, they're century eggs. And so uh, he's, and I said, do you want to try one? And he was very nervous about trying one. His name is Adam. And actually, we took a video. We took a video of him eating that century egg. That video is actually on our, on our channel. And nice. uh, we'll leave a link of that as well in the show notes. Jeff, I believe you don't, you're not a big fan, are you?
0: I'm not a big fan of century egg. Yeah. I think it's just the texture and the smell of, of both.
1: Yeah, I, I yeah. I'm not saying it smells the best, and it's not something that like it's something that you have to eat with something else. So you have to eat it with a lot of rice or a lot of bread, or it's popular in kanji. Yes, you know yeah. the, you can it get it, and actually you don't even have to go to like anywhere special to get it in kanji. You like before like they were they would have it at certain like even like food courts that serve kanji like in downtown Toronto would mm-hmm. you know they just made offer century egg in in their uh in their kanji so it's it's not super rare you know but uh, a lot of people very weird just looking at the thing looks very strange to some people so that's the century egg um moving on to some sweet stuff and this is my first exposure to this was it's called queso real it's a type of ice cream those of you that speak spanish will know that it means uh Cheese ice cream, and when I say cheese ice cream, you might think, "Oh, maybe it's like an Italian type of dessert cheese, like ricotta or Capone. No, it's not. It's, no. it's like, like almost like American or cheddar cheese flavor. Yes, ice cream. And I remember when I first heard about it. This was at a Baskin Robbins in the Philippines, so just a regular, you know. Wow.
0: About, yeah.
1: <laughs> and and they said, and <laughs> I was with my cousin. It was Claire. And she was just listing off the the, the the flavors, and I said, "Whoa, whoa, there's cheese ice cream?" He said, "Oh yeah, it's really good." And I thought, "This is this is," I thought it was really really strange. <laughs> and I'll tell you, cheese ice cream is probably one of my top five flavors. Like it's it, like I really genuinely enjoy it. And there's even yeah. chunks of cheese in it.
0: That's so it. It's, it's like the classic sweet and salty, you know, oh. uh, mixture together.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mason had it. I remember we did one at, uh, at a pool party where we where yes. serve it. Yeah. And a lot of people, they did like it.
0: They, yeah, know, they realized this is, yeah, this is not too bad. Um, yeah, we, we found ours at uh, FV Foods, like a Filipino grocery store, um, and it was readily available there. So it is in Toronto, and I'm pretty sure most of North America, you could find Queso Royale. Or cheese oh, ice yeah. cream.
1: Yeah, it, it's made by Magnolia, which um, was bought by Nestle, I think. But if you go to an Asian grocery store, I, I'd be surprised if you can't find it. Like yeah. because you know it'll be beside the Ube ice cream. Ube is the uh, purple yam ice cream, or the coconut ice cream, or the Magnolia ice cream. I would be very surprised if if uh, Queso Real is not there. So um, actually, I would be I, actually. I wouldn't be surprised if it's there. I, that's what, what I'd rather say about that. And okay. so, and it, again, it's one of my top five flavors. Like it is one of my nice. favorite flavors of ice cream. The thing is, is that when you're getting specialty ice cream like that, it's like 12 bucks a pint or maybe nine or, you know, but it's, yeah, it's nine. You can't get it for two to five bucks. Like you can like a, you know, chocolate or vanilla, you know, it's going to cost more. Yeah, for so, sure. So that You're aware. And then we have a variation on hollow hollow. And Jeff, what is Halo Halo?
0: So Halo Halo is the Filipino dessert where it's shaved ice um, and then sort of like candied fruits and uh, either ice cream or condensed milk mixed together. It's, it's very cooling, it's very refreshing uh, yeah. Filipino dessert.
1: So that sounds fine, right? It's like, you know, ice and fruit with a little bit of sometimes condensed milk, sometimes evaporated milk. Um, and so, and then there's these candied, you know, sometimes there's fresh fruit, you know, like mango, yep. fresh mango or, or something right. like that. And sometimes they have like candied fruit as well, which is kind of nice. But uh when we were growing up, um we actually had a dish called maíz con hielo, which you know, if you speak Spanish, I believe that translates to uh corn with ice and yeah, we always thought that, that this uh this mace coniello that we're given we always thought that was hollow hollow and here is the ingredients it's shaved ice evaporated mm-hmm. milk cream corn and a little bit of sugar and i remember some of my neighbor friends would always say you're eating that corn thing again and it's something that I love I love mace coniello that is actually, they actually make a miscon yellow ice cream, which is that that goes in the one of my top five as well. Like, I love it. <laughs> nice, but yeah, that is, uh, you know, people think, yeah. you know, corn as a dessert kind of strange, but it is a sweet vegetable, it is.
0: And yeah. I, I think I mentioned this before, but or maybe not. So, that like Ken said, that was our version of Halo Halo. So, we only saw cream corn as part of a dessert item. So, for many, many years, I thought cream corn was dessert only. and then I actually went, uh, had, had dinner um, up in Barry at Dylan's mom's place for the first time with her parents and they served cream corn on the side. And I thought to myself, oh, you're serving dessert at the same time on the same plate. And they looked at me strangely going, what are you talking about? Well, the cream corn is for dessert. There's no, it's the side. Then I explained to them what we had, our version of hollow hollow is. And yeah, they, they were really like, what? Yeah.
1: It so, yeah. seems kind of strange. And when Jeff says many years, we're talking like, I mean, Jeff was already a teenager when yeah. like, and he still thought cream corn was dessert. So, I mean, that's just kind of a part of our culture, you know? Yeah. So, so for the longest and, and, time. And, and,
0: yeah. yeah. And I guess too, like that version of halo halo, we've had it for many years and it wasn't until I guess we went to the Philippines or even before that we realized that actual halo halo was more of the, Shade ice with ice cream and other fruits not just corn yeah so i guess it's just different regions of where our parents are and our relatives grew up they that's where their hollow hollow was or just they were accustomed to that version of hollow hollow more than the sort of quote-unquote authentic version
1: absolutely And, and if i understand correctly authentic hollow hollow i don't even think it includes corn like, no, I, I just think, you know, just the version we had, we, you know, my parents called the hollow hollow. I thought it was hollow hollow, but really that's maize con yellow. So, uh, which I guess is kind of like a version, but you know, if you, if you go and get hollow hollow, at, at at, you know, at a Filipino food truck somewhere or at a Filipino restaurant, they probably won't have cream corn on it, which if you ask me is really a shame because that's like yeah. the best part of
0: it. So, oh yeah. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah,
1: I, I'm on board with that too. So you know what? Today, what did we talk about today? Just going down the list. Um, talk about, uh, we started off with stinky tofu, some whale blubber, different mm-hmm. types of durian, different types of egg, both the century egg and the balut, cheese ice cream, yep. maiz coniello. Oh, I forgot we talked about sisig earlier. Yes. I mean, definitely food worth mentioning. Some foods we'll never have again. Some <laughs> foods we love to eat and we've expressed that but that is certainly this week's food worth mentioning and we look forward to next time where we talk about more food worth mentioning right jeff
0: that is right and until next time remember this quote from julia child people who love to eat are always the best people
1: And of course includes my brother chef jeff um santos and i'm his brother kenny santos and you as well if you love to eat food worth mentioning thanks a lot everybody
0: all right take care Welcome do Santos Brothers eats?
1: Food worth mentioning.